Hello and welcome back to another episode of Talk Talks. This week I Skype called the incredible Bonnie C, who is a fashion and lifestyle photographer from the other side of the world in Australia. It was really interesting to hear about her journey as a photographer, so I know that you guys are going to love this one. Just a little apology um, about the quality of some of the audio in this podcast. Um, I think that's mainly to do with uh, Bonnie being the other side of the world and the internet cut off a little bit. So there are parts where I lose her, um, but I decided to just keep it in there, not edit it out. But yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode with me, Alicia Love, and fashion photographer Bonnie C. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Alicia. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Good. <laughs> All so right. You've just put your baby back to sleep. I have, yes, for the night. And she may or may not wake up. So if I have to just run off. That's absolutely fine. Why. It's so weird because for me, I've just woken up. And for you, it's kind of like bedtime, which is just crazy. It is weird, but. <laughs> You know, I guess that's how the world works. Exactly. Um, So, yeah, first off, I just wanted to say thank you so much for agreeing to be on the podcast with me. No problems at all. I have to say, like, I'm such a huge fan of your work. I've been following you for a while now and admiring your work. Um, And this is just an example of how great social media is, because I would never know who you were if it wasn't for Instagram connecting, Mm. you know, fellow business owners um yeah yeah, because you're the other side of the world and it's just great that we can connect and I I don't even know how I found you I think you just came up on my explore I know how you found me probably because I found you and I'll tell you how (laughs) yes well I presume unless I've got this wrong and that's just awkward but um when color tone apps started you used it right yeah I did and so basically I would see everyone who sort of used it and tagged it and stuff. And I followed a bunch. So like you and Rebecca Spencer and stuff, I basically yeah. followed around the same time because you were oh, both cool. using it. So yeah. Amazing. And then I saw like after following you and then I saw your Tog London stuff and I basically followed you. Yeah. For a oh, while. That's so from nice. That because oh, I was okay. a fan of using the filters. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're, it, I'm going to, we'll, we'll go into that um, later on because there's, what you do is just amazing it's just great your (laughs) editing style is amazing um so for anyone that doesn't know um introduce yourself what do you do what kind of photography do you do oh god I'm so nervous (laughs) um (laughs) this is all gonna be in there okay you're so so lovely I'm sorry. God, cringe for anyone listening. I should be more professional. Maybe we shouldn't have had the video feature here. I'm just, (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) All right. Sorry, I'll get into it. Um, My name's Bonnie. I am a fashion and swimwear photographer, predominantly from um, Australia. I guess now I'm a bit more of a businesswoman in there as well because I don't shoot that often currently, just due to my new baby life. but yeah, uh, did that answer the question? It's it pretty did, basic. It did, yeah. So you're, a, you're an and... incredible swimwear fashion photographer, entrepreneur. Um, and how did you get into it and how long have you been doing it for? Um, well, so I recorded this all last night, so I know oh. it's off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> um... I'll link your podcast so... when, well, when you 
when you put it's, it live i'll yeah. link it so that you can share it <laughs> all right so they can say they can yeah. listen to the long-winded version yeah. i'll give you the nutshell version Perfect. um so i got into photography in early 2009 after going on an overseas trip where i was inspired by the world um into capturing beautiful things and i'm like it's basically on that trip I finally discovered what I wanted to do within, yeah. you know, being a creative because um, I hadn't found really after uni that thing I wanted to do. Um, yeah. So I found photography back then and, um, yeah, I've been sort of building on it and doing it ever since. So in a nutshell, um, when I got back from that trip, I basically bought my first camera and I started shooting whatever I could. So, you know, back then, like when you start out, it's like plants or yeah. your friends <laughs> or your family or my dogs, which I shot yeah. a lot of back then. Um, yeah. So I started just doing all of that and really loved it. And then um, I think from then on, every job I've ever had has been in the photography field. So, mm. for example, when I first got back, the first job I got in the photography field was um, – working in a portrait studio selling portraits so not shooting I was selling them but it was still within the realm that I you know discovered I wanted to do um and then fast forward a bit after that you know I um worked for a real estate photographer and then I started working in a wedding studio and then only after that a couple years down the track did I get into fashion and that was working for the company Black Milk Clothing Yes. I don't know. Have you yeah. ever heard of them? Yeah, yeah. I have actually. Yeah. Ah, well, because they were yeah a kind of viral Instagram, um, Facebook brand, internet mm. brand. I should have said um, a couple years back they were a lot bigger than they are now, and so um, getting a job for them was kind of like a dream, and it yeah. was awesome. And that's yeah where I got um, probably most of my. I think working for them, I got m- my biggest growth from amateur to professional um because I got to shoot on big shoots with them with much bigger models and um that was kind of when I started the whole Instagram thing and got a bit of growth there was working with them as well so yeah yeah, that's uh yeah after that I started freelancing so that's a whole other story did you just like teach yourself photography same as me like did you just kind of (laughs) basically work it out when I first got my camera and decided it's what I wanted to do I got the manual and I read it literally from back to front to oh, learn wow. the camera Amazing. and I read it twice so <laughs> like I literally that was the first thing I did and then after I read it um so on my trip that I spoke about the one where I was in Europe, you know, discovering oh, wow. yeah. life and photography nice. and all of that. Um, I actually was really poor on that trip, right? Because it was just when the like global financial crisis was in 2008, yeah. 2009. So I'm pretty sure like $1 was like um, 50 pence. Is that half a pound? Oh, right? really? Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was yep. really bad. Yeah. And so we were like really poor. So I spent a lot of time instead of shopping, like going in bookstores and like I read all their like photography books and yeah. um, I would get magazines and stuff like that. And that's how I learned a lot about ISO aperture and um, shutter speed through yeah. 
you know the old-fashioned way because YouTube wasn't sort of like a huge thing then yeah. so I taught myself through reading those magazines and books yeah. and then making sure I understood the camera and then just shooting everything yeah but I will say I don't think I actually learnt how light worked for a good couple of years and once yeah. you actually understand how that works that's when you really start to actually yeah. become a yeah because you focus too much yeah. on the rules don't you before then you're kind of just like oh what should what setting should I be shooting on and then once you actually see light mm. you understand how mm. to make your camera work for that mm. I think which is actually yeah. or you'll an shoot enlightening in middle feeling you know? <laughs> yeah yeah I'm gonna ask you some... and you'll think oh this is gonna look good and then you're like wait why doesn't it look good and you don't yeah. understand why it doesn't until you learn <laughs> so would you say in regards to getting work um at the start would you say that that getting that brand milk black milk clothing yeah mm -hmm. that was like black, if black. you can get like a good brand behind your belt that allows other brands to trust you a bit more um because it, i think people kind of starting to get into it they sometimes think you know how can i get how can i get my foot in the door you know um so just having that one good uh brand that allows more brands mm. to trust you and then from then on you just have a trust with the brands that you work with and they constantly come back to you yeah yeah that's kind of well I think um yeah definitely that was helpful because it you know um my photography for that brand as well was quite seen like they knew who I was if that makes yeah. sense I wasn't just a faceless photographer for them yeah. um um oh my god I had a good point and now I can't remember it <laughs> um but yes oh yeah okay so uh when I was you know working for them basically I used it as an opportunity to learn as much as I could and get as much experience and exposure as I could yeah. so I don't think there's anything wrong with you know um working full-time as a photographer for a big brand until you can make it freelance like so many yeah. people just want to sort of be freelance um already but mm. I like worked on the side and weekends and after work for years before I was ready yeah. to go freelance and I didn't even go freelance by choice I was made redundant so I was kind of like pushed yeah. out the door and yeah. luckily it worked so but yes yeah. I definitely think um it's great to get a job if you the big brand and really just use it for your yeah. yourself learn what you can and then yeah I do agree that if you um you know have that and you're producing good work with them other people will see that yeah. and know that you can pull it off basically yeah and do you Definitely. think from working with black milk you know you said that they were quite a viral brand did that make you mm. see yourself mm. as a brand as a photographer did that kind of help you see, ah, this Instagram thing could help me, um, like you say, be a face to the photography as well. Mm. Like people go, oh, Bonnie's work, you know, and then that helps mm. your following build up. I mean, yeah, for sure. I think, though, um, for myself, I always, from the very beginning, even from when I was a kid, I remember wanting to work for myself. Yeah. And so always with any brand that I worked with, I kind of always had a self-interest of making myself still yeah. the brand as such. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, they definitely were a part of that, but I already had it in my mind that yeah. 
I wanted to be the brand. I didn't really like the fact that I was working 40 hours a week for someone else's dream, but I was getting something out of it myself by using the opportunity. You know, I was kind of like subconsciously within you uh, because Instagram was Mm. kind of thrown upon us. Like we didn't know it was going to be such a huge thing Mm. back then. Um, So I suppose it's just a Mm. case of, you know, thinking, ah, you know, this is an outlet that I can use my personality and, you know, make people recognize my work, not just recognize my face as well as my work, you know, and like your behind the scenes posts and that kind of thing. I suppose it's just a subconscious vlogging, but now it actually has a, I don't know, like influential influencer vlogging. Back then it didn't have a word. It's kind of like, I'm just going to share my things and people might like to see it, you know. And now it's like a really clever marketing um, tool, really. I don't know where that wasn't a question, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Good statement. (laughs) That's a statement. You are correct. (laughs) (laughs) So what is it about um, swimwear specifically? Because you're so good at that. What Mm -hmm. is it about that specifically that you enjoy? Do you think it's, you know, you've got such an incredible access to great locations at your disposal? Obviously, you're by the Mm. beach all the time. Do you think that helps? just kind of well I mean the reason (laughs) kind of yeah kind of natural but I will say the reason why I started shooting it so much was because for test shoots obviously um it's really hard here to get access to a stylist I'm not sure how it is over there but it's really hard here they're like unicorns and so basically shooting swimwear is an easier way to test because you can just have the model and a bikini and it also helps that we have access to beautiful beaches um also i just really love um making hot girls look hotter that sounds so weird but like (laughs) like i don't know like (laughs) i just it sounds great like i see your stories i'm just thinking That's so funny. Um, but yeah, I see your stories and I'm just like, oh, I'm so jealous. Because like you're just in the sun, right. shooting, loving life. And I'm at the moment, it's like minus one degrees outside, frozen. And oh I just think, God. I wish I was in oh Australia. Because whereabouts are you based in Australia? Oh, my God. Well, I'm now on the Gold Coast as of maybe five, six weeks ago. Um, but I was in Sydney before that um, yeah. for... I think four years and I will return to Sydney. Gold Coast is kind of like a yeah, how are you temporary thing. The switch to the yeah. Gold Coast. Um, I mean, everyone in Australia loves the Gold Coast and raves about it, but to me, I'm not a hundred percent loving it, but yeah. I think that's just because of circumstance. Like I don't necessarily, I didn't necessarily choose to be here yeah. um however i haven't done too many shoots here yet so i've still got to kind of um yeah get back into that yeah. and i do like the fact that it's close to um byron bay and brisbane which are two cities that i work in a lot yeah. so it's you know it's a good opportunity to be here because it reduces you know like i used to fly up here often from yeah. sydney and i wasn't able to do that recently Mm. so it opens up those opportunities but um you know Sydney just has you know I have a love for it because I've gotten used to you know you're spoiled there with all the different beaches and you know locations and stuff like that and all the access to you know there's always something going on there and 
definitely all the bigger brands and stuff and i so think what's good now I because you've be got planning. your um because you've got your other ventures that aren't just shooting <laughs> you don't have to be in a specific mm-hmm. location you know so with your you that's can true kind of yes. run that um mobile from anywhere really which is quite a clever thing that you've done yeah um so yeah. going back to shooting on location you seem to shoot on location mm-hmm. quite a lot um at beaches um different gorgeous gorgeous locations um do you find that you ever use studio lighting or do you prefer to just kind of use the light that's available the gorgeous australian light that's available <laughs> Isn't it the same sun over there? Like, honestly, like, I don't oh. think it is because it's just grey. It's just grey every day. It's so funny. <laughs> Apart from today, oh, actually, I had a client once say today, to me, like, oh, really? Yeah. She was like, we just don't have the same light over here. And I'm like, honey, I think, but maybe I'm wrong and I'll have to go over there and prove when it's you sunny, guys wrong. It is gorgeous, um, because... but it's generally quite cold. But when it, most mm. of the time, it's, it's the thick cloud and you just don't get the same true golden you know i, I get you <laughs> yeah. so do you use yeah. do you ever use um, studio light um lighting or do you rarely yeah rarely like if i am for fun like doing a test a beauty shoot i will use studio lighting there um or if someone books me for something or for some reason i want to test and just i'm getting creative but literally like 99 percent of um, the time I will shoot natural light and yeah. I'm also booked to shoot natural light because That's your style. I know it well. Yeah. Yeah. And so also all the boutiques and stuff over here are very natural light based. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I just prefer it. I barely even use reflectors and stuff like that, to be honest, like yeah. sometimes if I need it. Sometimes but, it can um, make it look a bit too like artificial, I think. Yeah, it's like absolutely. Keeping it kind of simple, I think, is best. And I remember uh, when mm. I first started being like petrified of sun, <laughs> like shooting in sun and like being like, OK, cloud <laughs> is good. Cloud is good. Um, but now I understand light. I know how to shoot in it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it just makes your images so much better. So do you have any tips uh, for photographers? Say if you've got to shoot in full sun, do you have any tips on how you mm-hmm. would approach that? Um, yeah keep the chin up (laughs) yeah basically um I mean if you don't have to do it then try and avoid it but if for some reason you're working for a client and you know obviously they only want to work between nine and five so some of that time is going to be in the worst time of the day um I think you know definitely keeping the face towards the sun as much as you can which is tough when it's fully above um if you can find you know a shaded area which still looks nice then that's always a good thing to do at that time of day but also just um making a client sort of aware of the look of it because they don't really understand light and they don't know that day sun is gonna have you know like horrible sort of shadows on clothes and faces and stuff so I think talking to them and kind of saying you know just letting them know what to expect yeah. And maybe asking if there's an alternative place you can yeah. shoot during that time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, if you have to do it, keep the chin up. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe like lie them down or as something. As best you can. 
Well, yeah, I mean, it depends. I'm thinking here shooting clothes and you can't really yeah, do that lying depends, down. Yeah. Right? But if, if, if they're on a beach in sand, you know, it's a great time to get them down in yeah. the sand um, yeah. and shoot sort of from above for sure. Yeah. And mm, also definitely. I find um, for me like a safety blanket is underexposed because you can always save always um, whatever you need yeah. to <laughs> in post. Like if you are yes. overexposed, you're just yeah. like you've ruined it basically. Yeah, and then it, until I learned, I that, definitely always underexposed. It makes you mm. just like, okay, I can shoot in any any condition as long as I underexpose. <laughs> I remember I was shooting one yeah. wedding once, and pretty much, um, the bride was like, oh, "Can I have a quick look?" And I was like, "I'm going to say no because you're going to freak out because they look pitch black, but they won't oh. be <laughs> because I lift everything." Up. Okay, I don't think I shoot them pitch black, but, but I think <laughs> that day it because it was a wedding, I couldn't. I couldn't move them and I just remember shooting quite dark I mean it wasn't pitch black but and I, yeah. I just remember thinking I'm not going to show you because you'll freak out but they will look much better and they did and I was able to save it because now the cameras that we have they can just save so many shadows um yeah you know. um so what mm. going on to cameras what sh camera do you use um, I shoot with the Canon 1DX Mark II. Ooh, nice. um, and then, yes, I've had that for a couple of years and it was worth the investment, yeah. <laughs> I think. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a beautiful camera. But, yeah, I suppose it's not for everyone. It's not really that necessary. But I got it due to the video capabilities that I wanted it for. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, a gorgeous camera. Um, and then I have a film camera as well. I think it's the EOS 1V, which oh, I've been I've using recently too. Work. It looks amazing. Thank you. I am loving it. It's You have to have quite a lot of patience, don't you? Well, I find that I didn't didn't have the patience Ooh. with film. <laughs> uh, no, um, I don't know. I kind of just shoot it the same as I do my digital. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of bad because I shoot too quick. Maybe I should have more patience. That's probably where I'm going wrong. I'm I think like it just comes down to through cost, film. doesn't it? Yeah, like burning through film. Maybe I'm too conscious. Yeah. Um, and what's your favourite lens that yeah. you're using at the moment or your go-to lens? Um, so, excuse me, my go-to lens that I use most of the time, 90%, is the Canon 24-70, which is the um, probably one of the most popular ones that most yeah. people use. Oh, um, I love the So it's a great yeah. lens. Yeah, so it's just the most versatile. I always have that with me and mm. shoot most of my stuff on it. But I do also use a lot the 70 to 200 yeah. and then the 50 mil 1.4 lens as well. So they're probably my three most used yeah. ones, I would say. You probably don't need yeah. any others, I suppose, for the kind of photography that you're shooting. How do you find the 70 to 200? Because I... I, I tried it out. It? I used it um, mm. briefly, but I found it so heavy. And I just thought... It is I, heavy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just thought, if I... what You know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So I've always shot on my 85, so I'm like, it works for me. I'm gonna, just going to stick to it. Um, yeah. Well, I think for what you're doing, the 85 is perfect. Yeah. And you're right, there would be no reason to really have the 70 to 200 when you're shooting you know yeah. headshots and a portrait like you are yeah. um the only reason i would have the 70 to 200 is just having the options of 
focal length, which when shooting, you know, for a fashion client um, or e-com, I just need to be able to give them more options, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's the reason. But it is a beautiful portrait lens mm. um, and great wedding. So if I'm ever shooting a wedding, having 24 to 70, then 70 to 200 is just yeah. perfect. Yeah. Do you ever shoot weddings anymore or do you? Well, I'm sort of getting back into it. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, I'm open to it again. So I shut off for weddings for quite a while because, you know, I was um, after I worked for the wedding studio for a couple of years, I decided yeah. that it's not where I wanted to go and fashion was really it. Yeah. Um, and so mostly I haven't shot them, but I do have a few friends who have requested it so I shot um Carrie Hess she's an illustrator I shot yeah. her wedding I think it's maybe two years ago now um yeah. at a beautiful chateau down in Byron Bay and oh, nice. yeah I loved it so um and I'm actually shooting a wedding over in Birmingham in August for a uh, client of mine Birmingham. so I will be over oh my goodness I'm from in, Birmingham in the UK, right yeah are you yeah well, oh amazing you'll have to give me some uh, tips well, like, or we can yeah. chat in person <laughs> yeah maybe we can go for a coffee that'd yeah. be nice when are you going absolutely there? so i should um august sometime cool. i'm not sure i haven't finalized it yet but the wedding's mid-august so wow. um yes What's the location? i do shoot them by request um i think it's just at their house it's a garden oh, wedding nice. oh wow that is yeah. like they, they wanted you as their photographer to fly to the other side of the world. It's amazing. <laughs> I suppose it's quite nice so, for you um, bringing a, more of an editorial style into weddings. Mm. Um, now, people will probably like that kind of fashion-y edge to weddings. Well, I mean, I always think as far as my fashion goes, my fashion is very um, lifestyle and commercial. Yeah. Like, I don't shoot artistic weird fashion I shoot no. just like a beautiful portrait fashion yeah. sort of thing so I think it's actually just my style for fashion is very similar to my style as weddings it's yeah. just beautiful images good you light know how to make women um, look good and great moments yeah yeah exactly yeah. so I Amazing. mean yeah I'm open to getting into more weddings you know in the future so hopefully I'll get a couple a year would be fun but That's you know exciting. I'll just do both yeah, <laughs> yeah it's exciting because I think as your life goes on you know you can always with photography you can always delve into different aspects that suit your mm. needs because you know with a wedding you can shoot the wedding for the day and then you can spend the rest of the week or month editing you know so you can be at mm. home with your little one um yes <laughs> so we've talked about your photography um but you also have mm -hmm. many other strings to your bow um, you have your own Lightroom <laughs> presets and you have I your do. own app yes. and you recently mm -hmm. have your own Instagram story filters, which is great. Oh, yes. Amazing. Um, so what made you kind of create them? And were you not scared of people stealing mm -hmm. your style first off? Like At the very beginning, I, um, yeah, that was a bit of a concern, but um figured hey I mean photographers can teach the way they shoot they can teach the way they edit but it doesn't necessarily mean that the person who is learning from them is yeah. going to 
shoot exactly the same. So, I mean, I don't know. I just, I did think about it in the beginning, but I just got over it pretty quick. And I'm just like, you know what? It doesn't matter. Like, I just, people are going to do it really anyway by just mimicking with their own colors. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I got past that sort of fear pretty quickly. Yeah, I think. And it hasn't really read its head or anything. So let go um, of that. Yeah. I think when you first start doing photography, you're also always so precious about it's my style, it's mine. And then as soon as you let go, you're like, oh, that was exhausting, (laughs) you know, holding on to all that. No one's allowed to know how I shoot, Mm. you know, but when you just kind of share and, you know, you've made it into a business because obviously you're not going to, well, your app, you do have free um, filters, Mm. but there is a way of monetizing Mm -hmm. it, which I think is very important, Mm -hmm. especially having your, your, um, is it Bronte, your little little girl yes that's such a cute name that is the name um, sounds nice in your accent ah bronte <laughs> <So cute. laughs> um i suppose it sounds so bronte that's how i say it too it just sounds cuter in yours for some reason. <laughs> it's such a cute cute name um so yeah that brings me oh, on to yeah. your um your little girl because i've um when this launches i will have announced that i'm pregnant which is exciting yeah so i remember messaging you going like how do you do it (laughs) how do you like because you said you said to me um you know in the when you're pregnant like work as much as you can (laughs) until the baby Mm. comes but i'm struggling like i'm but i'm only just 12 weeks so i've just had only just tiredness and everything yeah um how did you deal with that Um, well, when I first got pregnant, I did have really bad morning sickness for only two weeks. Was it really bad between six to eight weeks? Then between sort of eight to 10 and 12, it, um, it, you know, neutralized out a little bit. It was still bad in the evenings, but I didn't do much. But in that early stage, I was still with the agency I was with previously and I, so I was just kind of waiting for work through them um so yeah I just didn't feel like working and I didn't really but luckily I had you know the app and my presets kind of floated me along Mm. um when that passed I got back into I mean I still did shoot my regulars during that time but yeah I wasn't very motivated at all to go for it but as soon as that goes like the second trimester you do start to feel great again don't worry (laughs) and so (laughs) you you do um and so I didn't really realize how tough it would be once she was born like I remember saying to one of my clients oh yeah I'll probably be back to shooting with you like after six weeks and then like when she was six weeks rolled around and I'm like I can't even leave the house like I can't leave her side (laughs) so I was very naive into how it would be and I mean maybe I suffered harder than others but um now in retrospect um I would have used the freedom that comes with being pregnant and still having newborn to really push as hard as I could just with getting you know projects done or stuff set up um you know just because once she's there or he's there you're just gonna have a lot less time for a while yeah not have the freedom to work on your own schedule um which I 
really suffered with. It was a big yeah. blow to my ego. I yeah, guess you could I'm say. Like, I'm like, I'm obviously super excited but I'm also like oh my god yes it just hits me in waves I'm like my life is gonna change so much (laughs) but like how do you how have you found managing it it? (laughs) (laughs) um I know I'm sorry I really like to be honest suffered from some severe postnatal depression afterwards because it's like I just was naive and not prepared for the change so I think um you know it is super exciting and you should be excited and you know you know it's the cutest and sweetest thing ever and you know it's amazing but um uh in the beginning I didn't really cope with it well I was kind of like oh my life's over I'm never gonna work again yeah I'm like yeah I, I just really went into kind of a hole of despair for a while and I think that but, um, as photographers like you you're mm. it's your own you're your own worst enemy so like I have moments where I think mm-hmm. no one's gonna book me I'm gonna be out of action for six months mm-hmm. or whatever people are gonna forget that I even exist mm-hmm. you know like but re- realistically like you were what not shooting for a while and I didn't even notice like I did like you think that yeah. people think I kind of didn't passed, do anything for like five like, months but you just don't it didn't doesn't seem like any time yeah gone, you know yeah so that think... is true because I was worried about that definitely yeah. and to be honest all of my clients did replace me so I mean that is tough to handle yeah. um because I still haven't got them all back and but that's okay because that's business and I understand that um yeah I didn't really do anything for myself at all till I think four or five months and um I think having more support around you like me it was just me and my partner so we didn't have anyone else for extra support so I think if you even have your parents around or your partner is very supportive then yeah I think just when you can like because I suffered a lot from wanting to just be creative and do something I wanted to do and just have like a couple hours to do something I love so if you can get that even on the early days you know you pump and give your partner a bottle or something and just if he's willing to help you for you to yeah do something for yourself um whether it's a shoot or you know whatever it is I think will definitely be really important because for us creatives I don't know it was just sufferable to be able to like to not be able to do what you know something some kind of happy creative outlet it was really really nice to um, it's really nice to hear people's honest opinions because like mm-hmm. if people are always saying it's gonna be amazing you know and then you get to the point and you're like ah, oh, you know it can make you feel bad in a way <laughs> you know um, so it's nice to hear yeah. from a fellow creative that you um have had a baby you're still you know doing amazing and a s- incredible photographer incredible <laughs> entrepreneur you know like it just makes me think it's gonna be okay like my life isn't over not that it, it would be, be over okay. but you, you know you're, you're, but it will um, be completely different <laughs> yeah exactly um so has your now you've kind of got into a bit of a flow has your mindset changed now mm-hmm. um definitely yeah now she's um a bit bigger like yeah, the first few months are tough because you really can't be 
that away from them because you're they can't fit they can't even their own head they can't sit up you know yeah it's just really hard but now she's gotten a bit bigger it's you know we're really it's much better and I can now you know leave the house for a bit and she won't be you know in despair sort of thing so and I don't know she's not as fragile anymore so I think even though the newborn stage everyone's like oh love them when they're little personally I love that she's getting bigger and stronger because I don't have to feel like I don't feel so guilty by taking some me time because I know she's happy I know she's laughing she can communicate with us like not in words but yeah you know so um yeah now things are and I'm obviously getting used to being a mum so everything's kind of balancing out she's in a much more stable routine and yeah yeah you do just get used to it and it does, yeah, you do end up working it out. And now I'm, like, excited and looking forward to being able to yeah. find a real balance between yeah. being a mum and getting back into, you know, creative work. Yeah. So I suppose it's nice. But I think definitely um, having support. Yeah, definitely. I suppose it's nice with you um, going away and having some me time. That's um, giving her a chance to become in- independent in a way, even though she's really tiny, you know. Yeah. Uh, but just mm. I think that's quite important, Um her to yeah, be okay definitely. to be away from you as well as if you know what I mean yeah I'm saying this, she, um, as she a recently but... went through separation no she recently went through separation anxiety they get it around eight months or something they apparently yeah. now discover that um you know other people aren't mum sort of thing and so yeah it got really bad for only a couple of weeks but I persevered and I'm like you know what no we have to you know I took her to my mum's and left her there just for like an hour. Oh, you've cut off. Hello? Oh, no. The connection was lost. No. Oh, you're back. You're back. You're back. <laughs> yes, thank goodness. Where okay, was so I you, in my big you, spiel? <laughs> you said you, you took her to your mum's for an hour. Or something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so basically I just had to make sure... I was working with my mum and my partner to do these times. And even though she had separation anxiety, we had to push through it. And even now, just like three, four weeks later, she is so much better. Like you yeah. have to just push through them. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to be forming like an even crutch, you know. And yeah, yeah so yeah. there's definitely ways to manage it. But keep the grandparents close. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, <laughs> luckily, like Grant's parents are five minutes away, which is great amazing we'll be like yeah please take (laughs) Uh, but luckily um (laughs) my dad at the moment he's in the garden he's building me a studio in the garden um so I'm going to be shifting uh my shoots people to travel to me so I'm hoping that's going to give me like um a bit of freedom you know being at home yeah which will be good absolutely well that sounds easy you can pop out for shoot for 20 minutes come back Hopefully. she'll be sleeping that's the plan, heal. Sorry. <laughs> that's the plan. yeah um, so have well, you found sounds... um i see on your instagram story um hang on my mm-hmm. siri keeps popping up because it keeps thinking oh I'm not again i heard that happened in one of your other podcasts <laughs> oh no it's doing it again ah um yeah so i see on your instagram stories that you go out to your little coffee shop and you have your lovely little dessert is it a dessert a yeah, that's it. It's an um, acai bowl. Yeah. I call it an a, a, a kai bowl. 
acai bowl. Okay. Not acai. <laughs> I've learned something. Um, so do you find that you have to go out of England. your... <laughs> do you find that you have Sorry. to go out of your... Um, your house to the coffee shop to really like get your work mm. done do you find that's really productive for you yes because if I'm at home um with my partner or with my mum I for one I can hear her all the time and I'm like yeah. worried I'm like oh god yeah. you know oh she's uncomfortable here she's crying you know and also if I'm there then there's an option for them to bring her into me um and be like oh she wanted you or this and that like for me to get the most focused um getting out of the house is the best opportunity I have a couple times like shut myself in the bedroom and just been working there but I can still hear in the lounge room and stuff and it's fine but yeah it's just harder to be productive whereas if you can get out into your own space then um you can yeah just not have any distractions and really focus and it's better for yeah. them as well if they don't know and that's like there. a little treat for you okay. having your acai bowl um it's a little treat you know <laughs> like like you say like me time i think that's really important for your yeah. mental health definitely yeah um so anyway yeah. going back to your um apps and your presets and all that it's really impressive um <laughs> it's quite a hard process like how how do you find time to do all of this stuff <laughs> and like figure out like Instagram filters like you seem to just be like on it like I know how to do this <laughs> maybe because you're that good at reading manuals learn, actually <laughs> maybe no <laughs> um well the presets and the app I set up before I had Bronte so they you know took a lot of time but I had the time and I used to you know be one of those late night creatives who would stay up for you know till two and if I was really in a flow I would just you know basically work all day on a project or something like that you know so I had the hours to do it um that being said like I for example now I'm currently working on um so I did a workshop in September last year right yeah and so I've been working on releasing a digital version of that workshop. Oh, cool. But it's taken me six months to even get the website ready and the videos uploaded. Like, yes. And those Instagram filters probably took me a couple weeks of, like, scattered work hours Um, because now basically when I get my work done is in her nap time. So every day she has a nap um in the mornings for an hour to an hour and a half and then in the afternoon she'll have another kind of hour and then if I get away from the house or something then I have two to three hours so I literally now the way I work I've had to learn to stop and start so literally I'll sit down with her she's napping next to me in the bed I have my laptop and I get as much done as I can. And then when she wakes up, I just basically like shut it exactly yeah. where it is. And I'm like, I'll pick this back up when I can. Yeah. Um, so it's a really weird and disjointed way of working. But you just have to I have no choice. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, as much as I am doing stuff still, it's a lot slower than it used to be. And I've yeah. just learned to chip away at things because yeah. you still get them done. It just yeah. 
eventually, but no one, I guess, knows how long you've been chipping away at it, you know? Yeah, and it's it's all worthwhile. So, like your, your, because your work is so great, um, your app, I think, is such a great thing. Um, and obviously think- your presets are, for any photographer who is looking for some great presets i really recommend yours because i down i bought yours and i just they're amazing they just make every photo look great you obviously have to make some tweaks for how you shoot um yeah that's like with any preset um and then the app is just great for you can do video as well which is amazing um mm-hmm. this was this was before the instagram filters so you're the only app yeah. i've ever found really that you can put filters on a video really so you've kind of just like Mm. found what's relevant and just really got into that and just yeah well done to you yeah thank you I kind of feel like I lucked out with that at the right right time and luckily found the developer and you know everything just kind of fell into place yeah at the right time and yeah it's amazing like I'm actually so proud of how it worked yeah. and you know how it's been and stuff and, and just, I, I honestly yeah. couldn't tell you how I did it <laughs> yeah but it takes the pressure off magic. having to shoot all the time you know like you've got this extra income yes. coming in like with me with TOG like yeah. it takes the pressure off because yes. I can still do I can still run TOG while I'm hopefully <laughs> that's my plan uh, yeah I you can still run it <laughs> slowly <laughs> um so <laughs> let me find the next question we've been rambling on let me just see well not rambling <laughs> chatting kind of just... <laughs> yeah. uh, da, da, da. ah here we go this is the big one let's talk social media oh god oh great <laughs> instagram mainly because i think facebook okay. is kind of dead nowadays apart from facebook groups um yes it's mainly instagram isn't it um what's your view on instagram do you like it? Um, used to love it. Now I'm a bit like a scorned lover. Yeah. <laughs> um, just because, you know, it used to, like, I love, every, like, I still use it every day and I love the features of it. Like, I love Insta stories now, obviously. That's what most people watch. You know, I still love seeing people's feeds. The only problem I have is just I don't understand why they limited the reach like i i do understand technically why as in they wanted more people to advertise and you Mm. know stuff but what i don't get is why if you do then choose to participate in paying to promote your you know photos or whatever it still doesn't like get you anything like if you want us to pay money then at least deliver when we're paying you money like i just feel like it's um anymore it's just not practical and you know things used to be so organic and it was amazing like yeah um you know to promote any kind of like my presets for example or something like that like yeah. when I first launched them I could do a post about it and it would get you know um a lot of traffic and stuff like yeah. that and it was easy to so build your side businesses and stuff and now it's just it's yeah it's just taken away a lot of the I think excitement that you know used to be associated with it like even like the likes like I was looking back I think to maybe a year or two ago and you know my posts used to get I don't know let's say like averaging like 
five to six seven thousand likes or something and like heaps of saves and lots of interaction and now it's like what is the point of now only letting you know I only get a thousand likes or something like Instagram what is yeah the point like it's just such a shame because it is it's such a fun platform but now it's just and I think like you say stories are a lot more um what people watch because I don't actually scroll really that much on my Instagram I don't um I just look on stories so um Mm. I put I put less effort now into posting I have I post very rarely at well not as much as I used to um but Instagram stories Mm. I post a lot more um and I find like I enjoy Instagram when I'm busy and I'm doing fun things because I can share but then 95% of the time I'm at home in my pajamas and then that's where you get the comparison, you know, which we're all guilty of. Mm. We look through and we're like, why aren't I doing that? I'm a failure, blah, 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 all of this. So it's like a love-hate mm. thing, you know? And I sometimes think, yeah. why am I posting this picture of my coffee? Like, I don't, I don't know. I just sometimes think, and then I do it anyway. You just think, it's a weird world we live in. Yeah. <laughs> um, And also... Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm torn between it uh, on Instagram these days, yeah. but I'm still going to use it. And yeah. to be honest, I hope it doesn't die because no. I do enjoy it. I think it's yeah. such a positive space, especially for people yeah. building their own careers, which Definitely. I'm a strong advocate for. And I don't think but it's you, just there's a shame way, that the man of... keep us down. Yeah, exactly. There's no way of us <laughs> being a small business without it. They've made us... Exactly. slaves to social yeah. media basically. <laughs> basically and it was so amazing to be able to build our own businesses you know mm, and it's definitely and I you think, know what um, um sorry carry on no I was just gonna say I heard the other day um I was speaking to someone and they said that the career of influencer is now the second most popular behind being a doctor wow yeah wow for the young generation and I just thought that was interesting yeah. but I mean I don't know how anyone's gonna start now and be an influencer no. when they keep just killing the social media channels mm. like yeah, I really don't hard, I yeah. just can't see TikTok being the next Instagram no. like come on don't make us do it, it. <laughs> no and because like I just feel like I can't I think it's a very like 15 year old thing isn't it like, I can't imagine me doing yeah. a little miming to a video, like, dancing no. in the background. Like, I just feel a bit silly. Um, but maybe that's because that's the next new thing and we're just, you know, <laughs> we'll just be here on our Instagram. Well, I guess I'll just have to, yeah. <laughs> um, what was I going to say here? Um, how do you feel with, like, Bronte and growing up with social media? Mm. Because, like, we grew up without having it. So like it's just a na- mm. it's going to be something that is just part of her life. Like I don't know how do you have you thought about like it's a hard thing, isn't it? I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. I mean, I do post her on my stories um because she's just the cutest thing and mm. I think I don't know. I like to share just cute moments and yeah. you know, I save them as a little bit of my own memories too. Yeah. Um, like, I don't have a problem with that. But, you know, if she was 12 and had her own phone, 
I was posting on Instagram and she was in like a bikini with a butt out or something. I think I have a problem with yeah. it. So yeah. I don't know yet how I'm going to react, but in, you know, 12 to 15 years, who knows What's what it be? will be like. Yeah. It'll probably be horrific. It's quite scary, really. Um, The the thing that I find really bad with Instagram at the moment, you know the filters where it kind of does your duck lips and it makes Mm. your eyes big and Mm. your jaw. Because, I mean, it's great because if you use it, you think, oh, I look fab. But then you click off it and you're like, oh, (laughs) there's my round face. (laughs) And I just think it's so dangerous, like... (laughs) Um, I've had quite a few clients because I shoot quite a lot of uh, performers who have just come out of drama school um, who are like 17, 18 and I shoot them on my camera like how they actually look and they're stunning and they Mm. go, oh I look so chubby Mm. blah 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 because they're so used to using these filters that's what they have in their mind you know, so it's I think it's quite a dangerous thing um and Grant, yeah. uh, my fiance, he said that in the future he thinks we're going to have like chips in our head where we can only see how people want to be perceived. Like, Interesting. which is quite oh, that's scary. That's scary, isn't it? I know. But, but good you... for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How do I want I'll to be look today? That one. <laughs> but yeah, it's just a, it's a scary, scary thing. But you kind of, oh, yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? But that's a whole other... Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've gone off on a bit of a tangent, as I always do with social media. Um, <laughs> um, let's go take it back to photography. Um, so talk to me about your mm-hmm. camera bag. What's your general... Um, what do you generally take with you when you're shooting? Like, what's in there? You've got your wandy. Oh, I thought you said your wandy. And I'm like, my what? <laughs> Your Canon Wandy. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> oh, this is weird. This is getting all banded. Um, <laughs> yes. So I have. So I've just started using your roller bag, actually. Oh, the this whole case, which I was so excited when you released that because I love that it has four wheels. Yeah. Because the it's quite one smooth, I used previously. It's actually so. It is very smooth. It's actually really hard to find a case which has the four wheels. Yeah. Um. I bought another one and it rolled like shit. Sorry oh, for really? swearing, but it literally like Swear was off away. balance and I couldn't even roll it in an airport. It was like woo, like yeah. all over the place. It's horrible. Um. So I'm using your case at the moment, which oh, cool. I'm really liking. Um. So I have the one DX in there and then I usually it depends what the shoot's for. Um, I change what I take all the time, but yeah. basically it's just the camera, I'll have my twenty four to seventy, I might have one or two other lenses, and then I've just got my memory cards, battery card reader and laptop if I'm taking them. Nice. And that's usually about it. I like so to keep it pretty simple. like simple because it's heavy and you know if you're going on a plane you shouldn't just take excessive amounts because they weigh it sometimes and stuff so yeah yeah I normally just depending on the shoot um and then just take what I'll need and yeah keep it nice and simple good simple not too much junk in there (laughs) (laughs) yes um so last question 
what's your plans for the future so you've mentioned your workshop um you're going to digitalize that which is great for people like me because mm -hmm. when you released your workshop i was like oh i can't go to that because <laughs> i'm not in australia oh, well, yay i'm hoping yeah i'm hoping it will cater to people all over the world because yeah that is my i've got a few things you know planning but my one of my biggest focuses right now is getting the digital version of the workshop released so yeah. um hopefully yeah hopefully there will be people who want to watch it <laughs> that's yeah. what i'm going to say um i'm being positive because yeah, yeah i don't know just as we were talking about social media and the way it's going at the moment it is a bit scary launching something because what used to be really easy to get organic traffic, it's now yeah. not anymore. Yeah. So I know there are people interested. I just have to work out how to get, you know, the yeah. word out. Um, uh, so this workshop, yep, digital workshop is my main focus at the moment. Um, and hopefully I'm planning another one for March perhaps. Um an even bigger and better one because I found okay. that a lot of people really, really, most people were there for the business side. So the whole, um, yeah, so in the next one, I really want to focus a lot more on the business side of it and like yeah. um, helping people learn how to sort of like get more clients and stuff like that. Like a lot yeah. of people were there to just pick my brain and talk about the business side and how to get more shoots and just working with clients and stuff so mm. the next one hopefully will be bigger and better on that and other than that I am always working on my app so I actually have something exciting you know in the works for that um, I've recently brought on a team member who is a very experienced guy in the field of global marketing um, so We've got some, yeah, a really cool kind of like partnership opportunity coming up with that. Um, so, yeah, I'm just nurturing that, of course, because it has been amazingly successful and I want to keep, you know, hopefully nurturing that. Yeah, I so saw you posted the, um, was it how many people to be have downloaded? Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So how many people have downloaded yeah. your app or something? Yeah. It's like... Well, it just hit a million, which That's is amazing. crazy. Well I can't done. like <laughs> I, can't even, I don't know where they come from like because it's all organic we don't even mm. run a Facebook ad or anything yeah. for it so it's all just word of mouth and organic yeah um which is fucking crazy yeah. sorry if I'm swearing twice it's now, just it's but, just um, like word of mouth I think because people it must to me, be like how do you like what do you what app do you use and I always say color tone and with your Instagram mm. filters the fact that you can see on the top left uh, filter by mm. colour tone that's like a really great um, yes. yes. for people to go ooh I'm going to so see good. if they've got an app so yeah you're very clever yeah thank you so those are my two big focuses now and then just yeah. shooting will be obviously there still I still do want to do it mm -hmm. but it won't be my main thing anymore I'm just going to be spread between yeah um, I want to definitely go more into education and workshop and courses and stuff and sharing yeah um you've built then, up that yes, knowledge so yeah mm. well done you you should be very proud of yourself <laughs> thank you i'll do it all very very slowly in one hour brackets of work <laughs> yeah well that's good as long as you're not putting pressure on yourself you know life happens and you have to that's just true. 
let it happen without yeah and in a few years i'll be back to you know full steam yeah. so yeah and then i'll have a beautiful baby as well so yeah. time will pass and it will exactly. be fantastic and it already exactly. is anyway it's great so how can people find you um what's your instagram uh, my instagram is at bonnie c so b-o-n-n-i-e-c-double-e -E -E, yeah. and uh you can search me there anywhere the website's bonniec.com i think on color tone color tone so spelt the australian way c-o-l-o-u-r-t-o-n-e and your presets are Make creative sure. color presets that, it? that is correct yes Perfect. creative color presets nice everyone they should are check professional them out. photographers yeah those. <laughs> yeah really good um also i wanted to let you know quickly yeah. do you know that bonnie is on our list of n maybe names because oh, really? i love your name <laughs> i said to Grant, i was like i really like bonnie <laughs> oh my god so you do it she... well, Wait, we don't know, do you the, know sex. the sex no but i i just keep Are thinking going i'm gonna have a girl yeah i think so do you yeah. Oh, did you find oh, little girls are the sweetest. Yes, I couldn't not know. I had to know. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I needed to be prepared. But um, yeah. I really wanted a girl because yeah. I have three brothers myself and sisters. So I really, I mean, I would have been happy with a boy, of course, but I yeah. really wanted a girl. So yeah. <sighs> when I found out, I was very happy. And um, yeah. yeah, so I don't mind. You can call her Bonnie. That's fine. Nah. Well, we don't know yet. It could be a boy. The only name we found for a boy that we like is Noah. So, got about oh, that's nice. ten other names for girls, like, but one for a boy. So we'll see. You'll find out soon enough. Well, maybe it will be a girl. Maybe. Yeah, that's really yeah. exciting. Who knows? I hope you start to enjoy um, the pregnancy because yeah, once you get over that sickness, you'll yeah. feel fantastic for the next, you know, yeah, until. Up to 36 weeks, and then after 36 weeks, you're going to be over it. So. <laughs> yeah, it just can't move. You'll be like, get out, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it starts um, to get really painful then, to be oh, honest. Really? Like oh, you pull wow. back and you should have seen my ankles. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to message you like I'm at that point right now. <laughs> oh, God. I'll send you a picture, actually, because they are, it was traumatic. Like your body just gets put through so much oh my god i'm just remembering <laughs> but it's all uh, worth it well anyway on that note <laughs> we could chat for hours couldn't we um thank you so yeah. much for coming on the podcast with me that's okay it's been great no and, you'll have to uh, repay the favor yeah definitely definitely i'm looking forward to listening to yours mm -hmm. um and i'll share all of the information <laughs> of how we can find you in the show notes and everything um yeah thanks very much Awesome. No worries. Thank you for having me.